to be Pays Pals, Pay Pals. Pay interviews, awesome people who happen to be his pals. Pay Pals! Well, here I am. What are your other two wishes? Hey, you were listening to Pay Pals, and today I am interviewing my pal Lisa. I also occasionally just call her hair for obvious reasons, as you can see in the picture. I kind of feel like our relationship is somewhat older brother and younger sister, and I'm curious if that can be heard in the episode. I met Lisa at a dance festival in Chiang Mai, but it wasn't until I moved to Bangkok a few months later that we became good friends and even danced co-teachers occasionally. Her first words to me were, quote, I'm not a bitch, I swear. So it was obvious that this friendship was going to blossom. When I first moved to Thailand, I had a list of goals. For example, the normal ones, you know, like find a social circle, find a co-working space, find a Chinese tutor and a Thai tutor, blah, blah, blah. One of the other goals actually was to start organizing bachata dance events and even possibly teach in Bangkok. And you know what? She moved back around the same time as me and we completely bonded over these similar ambitions. Sometimes having a shared goal can really bring people together. Lisa grew up in Thailand and went to Switzerland for university with a short stint in the U.S. She teaches dance and is a personal trainer, which basically means that she spends her entire life in yoga pants. Mark my words, she will probably be one of the most well-known dancers in Asia in a couple years, and I'm happy that I'll be able to say that I was one of her practice partners back in the day. Lisa is a golden retriever. That means she is relentlessly positive, cheerful, and sweet to everyone she meets. And we discuss why that's a double-edged sword sometimes in her life. We also talk about red flags in dating, the fancy new words she learned from her past relationship, spoiler alert, they are not good ones, beauty standards in Asia, and the unique dance scene in Thailand. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, pals! What's your current stance towards men? <laughs> the honest and unfiltered truth. Hmm. Yeah, a manifesto, huh? No, no response to that. Men is just like a men, period. <laughs> men, period. Who needs them? Right? Who needs them? No, I need them. <laughs> I need them, but I don't need all. <laughs> you do. You need the ones that are nice. That's, that's kind of hard to find, though. It's not that easy. Or you think yeah, they're nice. I've observed that through watching you, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be easy for you. Right? They're not that nice. Yeah. You have to agree. The men around here are not that nice to women. <sighs> yeah, that's true. They do exist, but there's nice ones. You're looking at one. <sighs> Am I looking in the wrong place? What do you think? What Probably. do you think? <laughs> Is it the wrong place? Is it the wrong filtering? Is it the wrong standards? I don't think I have the wrong standards. I don't think so either. I think I have my standards right. It's just finding someone to fit those standards. What are your standards? What are my standards? Yeah. Have you Actually, defined it to yourself before? I mean, I have like criteria, which are for me a no-go, complete no-go. So what are those? They're not that bad, actually. There's stuff like no shouting. Like, I get really sensitive to shouting. Like, if you raise your voice at me, I'm done. I don't even hear you anymore. I'm out the door. Okay. So, like, stuff like that is more like behavior, personality, character, anger issues. Don't mm. like that. Mm. What are other no-goes or deal breakers? I think it's more so dating in the same circle. I think in Bangkok, since we're in Bangkok... Actually, when you look at it, I'm surprised that we haven't come across, not that I date girls, but haven't come across the same group of dating circle. You mean like, oh, yeah, I, but that, I think that's because I date older than you and your I circle, I date no? older than me. Yeah. Yeah, I date your age, guys. That's But Usually. I don't date your age girls. That's true. <laughs> that's that's the true. Difference. Yeah. But oftentimes I'll come across like I'll go on a date with a guy and he'll be a mutual friend of a guy friend or something. But oh. I haven't come across that with you. That's true. It's probably because I'm new. Probably. Let's be honest. I don't hang out with the types of dudes you go out with. Excuse me? Let's <laughs> just say what it is. Some of the guys I go out with are really nice. I think it's just, do you believe that you need to work on yourself first before you get in a relationship? Do you not believe that you can work on yourself while in a relationship? I think both are important. I think there's things you should do, not just you, right? Just the general royal you is just, yeah, there are things you can do by yourself and there's things you can only do when you're in a relationship. Mm. But I think to jump, again, not making this personal, to have someone that is a serial monogamist to jump from person to person or dating to dating, maybe that's not ideal. Mm. Is that what you're doing? Maybe, no, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying maybe you. Oh, you're referring to me? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a serial dater. 
You're not? If that's what it, I'm not actually, I'm not a serial dater. Oh. I mean, I was actually in the past. My friends used to say that. Serial dating, by the way, dating by definition is different in every, like I realized that because I was in a relationship with a guy from the US and his definition of dating wasn't the same as mine. Okay, what's yours? Going out for like a meal or a drink or something like that. Like just going on a date is dating. But like no commitment or nothing No commitment. Like that. Actually for me, don't really sleep with the guy until like... Committed. Yeah, committed. Okay. Like dating is just go to eat. Like I could be dating multiple guys. Okay. So I can go like for dinner with multiple guys, even yeah. what, two a day. Who cares? You're just going for a meal or a coffee. You're getting to know someone. Yeah. It's like a friend. It's like meeting a new friend, no? At the beginning, kind of dating. Well, it is. It's like a, yeah, it's like a new friend slash job interview slash it's all this stuff. Oh, yeah. You you have criteria. You got a checklist. You're of going course. like on a freaking of job course. interview. I'm on wife quest. That's why. You're on wife quest. That's is completely that right? different from what you're doing. I am on husband quest. I am looking for my future husband. Okay. Mr. Andrew. Andrew. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for him. I'm looking for him. I haven't find found him yet. Okay. You're still young. So what are the other differences or definitions of dating in other places? Dating means being exclusive. I found that in the US. Um, maybe I'm wrong if anyone from the US listens to this. But from what I heard, if I say I'm dating someone, it means yeah. I'm exclusive with that person. I'm just seeing that person. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I'm dating, if I know that you're dating, mm-hmm. I would not assume that you're with one girl. Because if you're in one with one girl, so why aren't you just in a relationship then? For me, it's like, oh, okay. if you go exclusive, if you're dating one person only. That's a relationship. Is that not a relationship? In my it opinion. Is. That's actually how I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. But people like, no, I'm, I'm just like, I automatically just, I don't date multiple people at the same time. I'm like, okay, good okay, for don't. you. They don't but do you're that not me. then. No, you're <laughs> yeah, not me. <right. laughs> but like I said, I don't sleep with multiple people at the same time, but right. I go on to eat food and uh, drink yeah. drinks and get to know someone. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, it's great. It's free for you anyway. It's not always free. Should we talk about that? <laughs> it's actually not always. Please. Everyone thinks that uh, the guy pays all the time. I do think that. Mm, I think the one who invites you on the date should pay. That's so reasonable. If, if I say to you like, oh, pay like... I want to take you for coffee. I'm going to pay for your coffee. Really? Yeah. Whoever invites pays. So that's your rule. That's my rule. If I invite you, I pay. Because I have one time, okay, <laughs> date story. Please. So one guy invited me on a date. He said, I want to take you out on a date. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Where do you want to go? You know, this was like a few years back. It was before my ex. So like, yeah, we we're talking a few years back at that time. Yeah, anyway, and then he booked a really nice restaurant, and I was like, yeah, cool, looks really nice. I arrive at this place, he orders a bottle of wine, orders oysters, I don't eat oysters, but he orders oysters, whatever. I look at the menu, and when I say this was like, at that time, like, what he's already ordered on the table is practically my whole month's salary, Mm. you know? So Mm. I freak out, because if we have to split the bill, (laughs) I'm broke for the next next month, you know? So I'm kind of like, if you invite me out, and you pick the restaurant. Yeah, if he picks it, for sure. You need to be the one to pay because otherwise I pick where I can afford, you know, at that time. So. That's true. McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually pick nice places. I have like go-to date places. Nice, nice. But yeah, so I think in those occasions, if you pick, yeah, you should be able to afford it. Also, if you suggest, if I say I want to go to wherever expensive place expensive place right i should also be aware that to afford it too you know because you know the date could go wrong that's true then uh you could hate them i could hate them and i'm gonna sit there for you to pay my bill and pay my bill and leave right (laughs) (laughs) you know so for it seems to me this is not very you grew up here i grew up here you are half thai but the other half the other half (laughs) i'm half swiss italian right so where does this come from because if you're growing up here i can't imagine Most people think about dating in these terms, especially with the money. What do you think the girl expects the guy to pay? 100%. Um, Well, I went to international schooling. So perhaps like the people around me, all my girlfriends, everyone were very independent. Okay. I think that is something. Also, in recent years, I think we also don't want to feel like... Also, you know what? For a girl, let me put it like this. If he pays, 
somewhat whatever i know i don't owe the guy anything but you kind of subconsciously feel like you owe him something it could be like what could it be a like? kiss or uh whatever you know Vito. like okay yeah but now i'm sure. actually really strict with that i'm like if you pay it's your choice i don't owe you anything and you don't feel like there's any debt to be paid nope i don't feel debt at all if you um, nope no more in the past when i was younger yeah like yeah. if he pays for me i feel like i feel so bad like maybe yeah. i have to stay longer with him maybe i have to hang out with him no that's true i've kind of felt that before in the past too yeah well how yeah. do you feel as a guy paying for a girl uh i i you know, I don't actually think about it very much anymore. You I just, just pay, I know. I, yeah. Just let's throw just your money sim- around. Yeah. Let's buy love. <laughs> oh my God. Let's buy love. Buy love and power and things. No, I think I think it's actually very simple. If, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll offend someone, but if a guy is like, I think if he's like a reasonable, nice guy, then he will want to pay. And then if the girl is reasonable, is nice, she will want to at least split. And do you let her split the bill? Not on the first time. Maybe not on the second time. But I, I kind of prefer not to split because splitting is like what you do with coworkers mm, or something. So okay. I like it better if it's like switching off one, 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 one. Because that's, that's nice. It's like, I think it's a win-win every time. You get to pay for someone, which feels nice. And then you get something for free, which feels nice. Mm, okay. That's me. That's you. That's me. I don't know. Um... You disagree. <laughs> I don't know. I understand. Actually, yeah, I think it's just organic. Eventually, if you get into like a relationship or something, it's just organic. Like sometimes just pay. He pays. I pay. Whatever. Like, yeah, if you keep seeing each other, it just becomes like, I'm not going to sit and wait for you to pull out your wallet. Like, right. That's very awkward. I'm just it's just normal. Like if the bill comes and you're in a toilet, I'm going to pay. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, he's in the toilet, <laughs> let's wait for... Yeah. No, like, just handle it. So I think yeah. at the... When you continue to date, it just becomes normal. Like... Yeah, it does. It should. It should. It should. It should. But there's some cultures where that definitely is not true. But I've had men, for example... I'm not I'm not talking anything crazy, but like one or two dates or something, and then they turn around... Or like they buy, buy you flowers or some shit. Yeah. And then after that, when things go sour, they're like, oh, I spent so much money on you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like... Firstly, I didn't uh, like push you to do anything for me. And I hate red flag guys who girls too. this applies to girls too. Like if you do something, do it from your heart. Like don't do it if you, you know, expect something in return. Yeah. Like do it because you want to do it. Pay because you want to pay. Take her out because you want to take her out. Buy her a gift because you want to buy her a gift. But then don't be comparing at the end being like, oh, um, I did all this and this and this and this for you. What did you do for me? Oh, that's true. They they that's expected, shit. yeah, they expected to be like a transaction. It's like I did this, so what am I getting from it? Yeah, yeah, it's transactional from many things. But you know what? That's how I feel about dating in Asia. What transactional? A little bit. That's not really my experience per se, but like when I look around and I hear the stories of all my guy friends. Like, what oh. do you mean? Like, in what way transactional? I haven't had a transactional relationship. No, you're a you're a up, upstanding young woman. Thank you. Thank you. I take pride in that. Sort of, in some ways, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, no, I think there's just like this massive expectation, and I think it's cultural where it's like, yeah, the money part and the finances that is kind of something that they expect to be taken care of. And then I hear this quote, which is like, you know, I invested in myself. I don't know what that means. Or like, I spent the time to buy a nice outfit. I spent the time to come out here to meet you. I spent the time to put on my makeup. And I was like, okay, that's transactional. Okay. I, I get all that. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's never like transactional. I don't know. I guess my only thing is uh, what my standards are, what I would say is like, if I can take myself to these nice places, if I can take myself to buy this and this and do this for myself and take myself to the spa and take myself whatever, then I would expect the man to be able to do the same for me somewhat. True. Yeah. But uh, if you can't do that for yourself, you shouldn't expect the man to come into your life and do that for you. Is that kind of correct? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, right. So I think I'll, for a lot of women, it's like, what do I have to offer? And it's like, I don't know. I'm pretty, I guess. Oh, being pretty is not enough in today's world. It's not enough. It's, it's competitive not out enough. there. It's so competitive out there. There's a million pretty girls around you. Right? You got to bring more to the table than being pretty in today's world. Lisa, what do you bring? 
What do I bring? Besides your hair. My hair. My hair weighs like 10 kilos. I I bring a lot of hair to really. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Everywhere. Everywhere. On the floor, on the bed, in the toilet, in the shower. Yeah. Um, uh, What do I bring? This sounds very attacking. No. No, I think. just i bring me to the table what more do you want <laughs> oh yeah, that's nice. no i mean you just i think it's about compatibility mm. like if i can bring you a supportive environment to support you and your growth and you support my journey i think that's already enough because that makes sure that you both go towards the right direction yeah you know for me it may not be something physical that you bring but it can be an energy if i have a guy who comes into my life and supports me fully doesn't need to doesn't need to be be financial, you know. It needs to be like I'm I'm self employed, so we have really low days, we have really good days, stuff True. like that. But it's up and down, you know. Sometimes work is shit. Sometimes work is amazing, and you want someone to come to your life who is like a hype hype man. You yeah, know? sure. For Pushes sure. me forward, and I think that's for sure. the same for the girl. If you go into his life and he has a really, let's say he's like you, really, uh, you're not that stressed, but okay. I'm not that stressed. If someone really stressed, work life, everything, you want her to come in and like... Right. This person should add to your life, right? Yeah. It should actually elevate your life to another level instead of like draining you like a vampire. Yeah. Someone comes into your life and drains the shit out of you and causes so much anxiety. Yeah. Red flag. But you know, a lot of us are colorblind. <laughs> mm, a red flag just looks like a flag, huh? Yeah, it's just a flag. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Lisa, what are your dating habits, I wonder? Dating habits? Dating patterns. Dating patterns? Yeah. So this is where it goes back again to working on yourself. Because I feel like something stuck to me once. I don't know where I read it or where I heard it. But it was like, you accept the love you think you deserve. mm So Mm -hmm. if you feel like you feel shit about yourself and your self-worth is really low, you tend to accept something that is lower than what you really deserve. No targeting any guys that I'm currently dating. Okay. Um, That's not it because obviously they're really good guys that have come into my life. But I think Mm -hmm. like after my recent breakup, self-worth and like everything has just gone like really down. So you often accept what is less than what you should be accepting for yourself right so you're like i don't deserve more or like you see some really i don't know some top sexy guy and you're like why would he want me or something like that right yeah yeah because you doubt yourself a lot and you're like i've come out of recent breakups so for me it's kind of like you look at yourself and you're like you feel shit you know you feel shit about yourself so there's a lot of work to undo after a breakup after a breakup, that can destroy you. Breakups can absolutely destroy you, your self-worth, your self-image, everything. It's very difficult. Whatever the circumstances were, you often still somewhat look at it and be like, you know, where, where did I go wrong? What did I do? Like, was I not enough? Is like the, always the question, right? Like, mm. was I not, not enough for him? Am I not good enough? So all those thoughts yeah. that like reoccur. And if you don't work on it, you know, which I'm working on. Sure. But if you don't work on it, you go into a new relationship with that same mentality. Same like, happens, oh, right? I'm not good enough. And then you you settle right. for less. Yeah. When you think you're not good enough, you accept shit because you're like, like, as if you can't do better, right? Yeah. So that's why I think working on yourself before you get into a relationship is important. And you and and also <laughs> in a relationship, you're saying, and, right? And yeah, you need to continue working on yourself in a relationship. But that's where a good partner comes in, right? I think there's a lot of stuff that you actually cannot heal alone. Again, not you, but just the royal you. It's just, you know, you get into a relationship, You that's like emotions times 100, right? You're not going to deal with that stuff when you're single. You're not going to think about it. You're not going to get exposed to it. So it's only when you're in that situation that you can be like, fuck, now what? <laughs> How can I do better than last time? Now what? Yes, yes. Actually, you know, you can learn a lot lot from past relationships. I often ask guys if I date them, like, what happened? Like, not in detail, but because I feel like in order to be a better partner in the future, you need to know where you went wrong or the things you could improve on. I'm not saying you made huge mistakes, but I think there's always room for growth and also to realize what the good thing about dating is you start to realize what you want and what you don't want true and you really realize what you don't want in someone yeah that's just as important as realizing what you want actually i think it really gives you it really tells you what to avoid yeah like it turns out that uh when you can list like five things that you don't want it's like oh you you have a pretty good filter at that point what are your five things that i don't want that you don't want oh god um they're all kind of related to be honest 
most of them are kind of related. So I would say that one of the big things is like EQ slash empathy slash like communicating slash listening. So they're all kind of related, right?、Mm. They're all kind of related to this person understanding that there's a whole world inside your brain that's happening. And that they they have to be like, I wonder what's going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of being like all about what they want to do, what they're thinking, what they're saying. So it's like the like a long way of saying that they have to step inside your shoes.、Mm. Self discipline would be nice because I think without that, even if you're motivated, you just can't get anything done. And and like in a partner in a relationship, that's like important because you can't just be a hundred percent yourself, right?、Mm. I mean, you can, but you also have to compromise. Oh, relationships are all about compromise. That's why I also、right. feel like you have to be ready to a certain extent, though, to be in a relationship. Because、mm. I think that's a big issue. If you're not ready, really, to be in a relationship, you don't want to give, like, you don't want to compromise anything. It's like you cannot be selfish in a relationship. It doesn't work. It doesn't.、Yeah. I don't think it works. Do you think it works? It doesn't work. It just it makes、work. a shitty relate. But it happens all the time, right? But it doesn't work well. It's not. A, it doesn't create a healthy relationship. No, what is the definition of a healthy relationship for you? Where people care about each other and do their best to put the other person kind of and the relationship ahead of their individual desires. So I heard this really great quote one time. It's like, no, you should not be trying to do fifty fifty. It's actually each partner should be trying to do a hundred a hundred. Oh yeah, right, absolutely. So that should be a hundred hundred from both. Right. Yeah, but that's another thing. It's like if you're not ready, then it's like one foot in, one foot out. That doesn't work. Yeah, to be both feet in for a relationship to thrive, in、yeah. my opinion.、Yeah. Otherwise, why are you in it? Lonely, horny. Lonely and horny. Yeah. Oh,、uh, definition、podcast. of. I'm kidding. Hey, I'm joking. <laughs>、uh, but to be honest, not the lonely and horny part, like, but the not ready part. I think that was really was me for a few years. But it wasn't that I was selfish about my needs. It was just like I was too focused on myself and what、mm. I wanted to do. I don't think that's a bad thing, though. No, it's just a phase. So I just wasn't ready. Yeah. Then it doesn't it doesn't make you fit the relationship? You know, like a relationship. Yeah. Role, let's say. Because it is kind of like a role of your boyfriend. You have like a sort of role、totally. to be a boyfriend, you know. Totally. <sighs> totally. Yeah. And now, do you feel ready for a relationship? Yeah, I think I'm at that. I think I've been at that point for a while, actually. I think so too.、Mm. I mean, I think so for you. <laughs> oh. I think so for you. And for you. And for me, I think for me, I used to be like thinking, oh, you know, like. Maybe I'm not ready for a relationship, hence I've like gotten out of one not too long ago, stuff like that. But I feel like if the right person comes, it's kind of stupid to just push that person away and be like, "I'm not ready for a relationship." I kind of agree. Like if he comes into my life and he's a good person and he treats me well and he's whatever, why waste that opportunity to get to know this person? Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm not ready for a relationship. I don't think I should be out. Hunting for a relationship, trolling for one, yeah,、mm-hmm. trolling for seed. Yeah, I、yes. don't think that, that that's what I should be doing.、Um, hence, I'm actually not on any dating apps、Congrats. right now. Congrats! I know、yeah. at all.、Yeah. So I think that is also good for me right now. So if someone comes into my life organically, welcome. Take me out. Let's get to know each other. But I'm not gonna sit there on top. Tu- what is it? What is it called? Bumble. Yeah. Bumble, not gonna yeah, sit、sure. there on Bumble or Tinder all day, like, hey, swiping hey. to try to try to meet with someone. Yeah. That's actively searching. I'm not actively searching. Right. I have an inspiring story for you. Okay. Go. Shoot. Okay. You know, I was in Hungary for a while, right? And I dated a Hungarian girl. Yeah. So we were together for almost four years, and then we broke up. And then two months after she broke up, she met her now husband. Damn. So. You see. See right? It's just、yeah. sometimes it just happens, and the the timing is obviously not good. Yeah, no. But it just kind of you put it there, you experiment with it, you see how it feels, and then sometimes it just grows. Exactly. Like many people, like Lolly, say you shouldn't be dating right now. Like you should be working on yourself. I am working on myself. Like I give、yeah. you that, like day in day out. But like I said, if someone comes in, what an idiotic move for me to be like, gal, my life. I'm not ready for a relationship. Like. Okay, I've said that multiple times because I feel like I—that's what I actually believed. I believed that I wasn't ready for a relationship, but in the long run, I think it's more so. Is there's never going to be the perfect time? Agree. And if you come into my life when I'm in a shit show, then welcome. And if you want to stay while I'm in a shit show, then welcome to stay.、Yeah. You know, I, I may develop and get better,、right. but you—you、uh, you got to think like it's only going up from here. Yeah,、exactly. I only get better. I only get better. So <laughs>、right. if you came, come in my worst state right now, guys. Welcome, right, welcome. Right, I'm right. in the worst state of my life. I'm joking. <laughs> right, welcome. Give it a shot. Exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, you lived in Switzerland for how long? I lived there for two years. Do you feel like your dating market was better there? I was in a long-term relationship there. The so I was in a long-distance relationship, sorry. Long-distance. So you were there. I was there and, and he then... was in the U.S. Oh, okay. So the whole time I was there, I was in a relationship. Oh, what a and waste. I was doing my master's and it was COVID. So <laughs> okay. yeah, no dating, no, no dating. dating life there for me. I bet you kept focused that those two years, huh? Oh, I did keep focus, oh and then I, I moved also to the U.S. with him later on. I didn't know that. Yeah, I moved. But uh, yeah, I did. I did. So, you know, sacrifices. Every relationship has sacrifices. Yeah. I decided that uh, for the relationship to work, I would have to give the U.S. a shot. So I mm. got rid of my apartment, everything, and moved to the U.S. And then? And then um, it became... Actually, it was okay, actually. Uh, relationship was good, but it was often on regarding the distance. No, no, our relationship wasn't off and on. It was just me like traveling there three months and then I had to leave. You know, the U.S. isn't that easy to oh, for stay. The visa, yeah, yeah, visa issues, whatever. So, but yeah, so dating life in Switzerland was non-existent. <laughs> what a shame. I wanted to ask you about how your market value was there versus here. I know, though, regarding beauty standards. Let's say that I think in Switzerland. I am more beautiful than I am in Thailand, if that makes sense. Oh, I agree. <laughs> because I don't fit the beauty standard in Thailand. I'm not saying I'm beautiful, I'm not saying I'm whatever, but beauty standard wise, I, in Thailand, I am not it. I have curly hair. Yeah. I'm not stick thin. I have a very tanned complexion. Yeah. There's nothing about me that fits the beauty that I'm opposite of every single beauty standard trait here. That's true. Everything you just listed. Absolutely. If yeah. you think about it, like I am the opposite on everything. So when people yeah. are like, why don't Thai guys want to date you? Like they don't find me attractive. You really think so? Absolutely. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. What about Thai guys that are like, see you as like a foreigner fetish type of thing? I don't know. Do you think they see me as a fetish? I think if they wanted. Sure. <clears throat> no, I think it's more like they wouldn't fetishize for the audience. they wouldn't fantasize fetish no not about me probably because i'm part thai oh you're too close to them so it's like yeah ah. i'm not a fetish i'm still thai not like, exotic I feel enough like probably some blonde blue eyes something very different yeah. to what they have here oh, okay. like i'm still thai so i don't think i'm fetish worthy is that a such thing do asian men fetish about exotic european women yeah oh you don't lisa do you have a lot of good guy friends I do, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard anyone like. Wait, 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 wait. Do you have a lot of any male, good male, Asian male guy friends? You. Okay, right. So let me educate you on this. Yeah, there's a huge fetish around Asian guys wanting to date like blonde. Okay, let me just take a step back. What do all the Thai girls want to date? Right? White guys. Yeah, I mean it's the same for guys. But that's not a fetish. I feel like the what you're talking about them wanting to date like a. European guy. I don't think that's a fetish, though. Oh, you think it's a preference? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't. I think fetish is the wrong word. Fetish is like sexual, isn't it? It's like you want to just have them for sexual desire. Well, um, the sex. I think. Okay, here in my definition is fetish. It's like you are attracted to them sexually, and it's because it's different, and it's like on the basis of that you want to get to know this person. Hmm. Really? I, I. For me, it's just like a sexual thing. If it's a fetish, it's like. You don't actually really want to get to know this person. You just want to sleep with that person. Well, they can. Why not both? Why not mm. both, Lisa? I don't know. That's not a fetish. I don't know. I wouldn't be a t if a guy found me like if I was a fetish to him. Yeah. I would not want to date him because I just feel like he just wants me sexually. Yeah, I don't think I'm a fetish for anyone. I'm a very normal. I'm sure you are. There's a <laughs> fetish for what? Half Everyone. Thai girls? Yeah. With huge hair. With big hair. <laughs> yeah. There's a fetish for every kind of person. Interesting. Like, you know, like BTS, right? Oh, the, the, the Korean, Korean group singer? Korean boy boy band group. Boy or band, whatever. Yeah. So like, I don't tell you that. That has created so many Asian fetishes in the US, in the Western world. What? Yeah, because you look at these guys and you're like, oh, fuck. That's like, I'm so attracted to that. And like, now I think every guy is going to be like a K-pop star with like permed hair and like oh my God, female I complexion. That. I don't think I have fetishes in men. I just have like, I don't even have a type, you know, when I think about it. Mm. I tend to go for guys with a olive, darker complexion like mine. Dark eyes, dark hair like mine. I feel like I go to something that's like similar to... to I think me. you're just describing a type. 
Is that a type? <laughs> yeah. But then again, I when I think about it, I don't have a type because I've dated outside of that type too. If I lined up all the guys that you've dated for significant amounts of time, like put them right next to each other, it's like it's completely random, right? Is that what it looks like? No, actually, you know what? Now that you say that, it has all like been brunettes. They're all clones. Yeah, they're not clones. They just. I think I'm just attracted to darker hair because I'm I have dark hair, but I'm mm. so not against a. You know, that's a fucking lie, Lisa. You've dated like dated, dated, gone on dinner dates yes, yes. with uh, different guys from different races. Yeah, like dark complexion. Versus someone with like a super Aryan look. What's an Aryan look? Aryan is like the Ar the Aryan ideal is like what Adolf Hitler was going for. Oh gosh! Like okay. a blonde and blonde blue eyes. Yeah, kind of, thing. kind of can look like they don't have eyebrows. Oh my god! What you is what that I mean? for a statement? Um, no, I have never observed that. <laughs> no, like someone that's very blonde, blonde eyebrows, and then blonde hair. It's like I have never observed that, but I think I don't. I don't come across many. We're in Thailand. Actually, there are a lot of expats here. There are. I haven't been here that long. True. I haven't gone out dating enough. Oh, beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> beg to differ. I don't have a type. You don't have a type? If you lined up all the people I've dated, it's like, what's the what's the pattern here? Mm. There isn't really one. And I kind of like it that way. It makes me feel like I'm not shallow. Not so superficial. Yeah, I don't have a type either, okay? If you actually think about it. I think like I get turned off easily. Okay, personality type. What about that? Personality type, super positive, very understanding. I need a very understanding guy. Why? What does that mean? Um, Very calm and understanding. I like someone who actually takes the time to understand my thought process and who I am rather than like jumping to conclusions. Like I don't know how to explain, but I think a lot. I overthink a lot. You know that. Come on. Mm. You get all the shit from me. Mm. You know, I have no boyfriend. So mm. you, you get all of that. Mm. Mm. I overthink a lot and instead of just like judging me, I want like you to take the time to understand why I think a certain way or why I'm overthinking and trying to understand my thought process because that's going to save you a lot of time in the future if you understand the way I think. And I do the same with the guy, like why does he think like that? Like, And learning about them from past experiences that they've had. You know, Some experiences shape them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so it's a personality uh, understanding. It's mommy and daddy that shapes them. I don't have any. Oh. <laughs> I got, I'm really oh. lucky in that sense. Strong words. I'm really lucky because my parents been married for 40 years. So yeah, I think uh, that's another thing. My dad has set the bar way high for me because I, mm. I want that. I like, get that. Yeah. I get that. When you have a very healthy relationship to look at, like, come on, they're married for 40 years. And they seem quite happy. They are so happy and it's yeah. crazy. It's like, we'll be driving from Pattaya to Bangkok. Yeah. As soon as we, me and my mom together, as soon as we get back home, and that time I had a boyfriend. And as soon as we get back home, my boyfriend doesn't text me to check that I'm home or anything like that. My dad video calls my mom to check that she's home safely. <laughs> then I like, then the message comes through on her phone. I have her phone in my hand and it goes like, oh, I miss you. I can't wait to hug you tonight. I'm thinking like, my boyfriend hasn't even checked that I made it alive and they've right. been married for 40 years and they right. can't wait to hold each other and he's going to drive here tomorrow just to spend the night with her. And I'm thinking like, wow. what? So yeah, the bar is high. Like there's a lot of things my dad does that like I then expect my partner to do. Oh, Lisa, that is one type of daddy issue. Is that a daddy issue? For sure. That's not a daddy issue. That's my, ex that's my standard. But it's a real unrealistic standard. No, it's not. Because for example, let's say example. Yeah. Uh, we parked a car somewhere further, okay? Huh? Outside of the parking lot. Oh, okay. And it rains really hard. Okay. So he'll go get the car through the rain. He'll run through the rain to get the car and bring the car to us. Nice. To my mom. Pick her gentleman, up. Gentleman, gentleman. Yeah. I think like, or is that like, or maybe that's just like a really low standard because men should do that or guys should do that or whoever should do that. But I expect that. You expect that. Okay. I expect that. Uh, I expect that. Okay. I'm not saying anything either way. I'm just, yeah. okay. But you know what made me think? Yeah. I think right now, a lot of things that surprise me and make me feel like, wow, the guy's amazing is such low standard. Too. I agree with that. Like imagine a guy opens the door for me and I'm like, wow, <laughs> like the fuck, Lisa? That should be like a norm, but that's what's yeah. happened in today's society. Mm. Things like that, saying thank you, please, opening the door, keeping the door open for me, keeping me on the inner side of the road when they walk on the sidewalk, stuff like that, like little things have become so rare that when they do it, I get so blown away 
And I like fall head over heels over things that should be of normal practice. Yeah. Oh my God, it's embarrassing. It's realization in this talk right now. <laughs> okay, you can talk now, Pay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, but that doesn't make sense to me a little bit because like if your dad has set a high standard, right? Yeah. Why are you like falling for these basic things? I guess like because it's rare to find like it's in my dating rare, history. Huh? Yeah, it's still rare. Mm. It's like I get impressed by it because it reminds me obviously on how my dad treats my mom you know mm, so for me it yeah. ticks a green box yeah but it's so hard to tick this green box that it makes this green box literally light up it makes it on the top of the list although it shouldn't be it shouldn't be something so spectacular when the guy opens the door for me i shouldn't be overly impressed and want to marry the guy the next day but it's because it's so hard to find someone that ticks these basic boxes or or i'm just looking at wrong place i was gonna say is hey, it, set me up. Come on. Okay, I'll we'll talk about it later. I know some guys. Is it the guys that do not exist or you are finding the wrong ones? Oh shit. I don't know. Oh shit, you know. I don't know. Oh, you know. I don't know. All right, we know. I don't <laughs> we know. know. I'm we know. Oh, I'm open, guys. Okay, DMs Swing are open. And DMs are open. Okay, open okay. for our CV applications now. Okay. I'll filter them for you. What are your red flags? I don't think I asked you. No, I think you asked me what I would look for, the top yeah. five things. What are my red flags? Uh, I would say lack of emotional regulation. There was a few months ago, I was talking to someone and like it was going well. And like, no, we never actually met. Yeah. But then I asked her something like, what happens when you get mad or when you have an argument, Ooh. right? Ooh, yeah. And then she herself said, it's like, if the guy is at a five, I'm at a seven. If he's at a 10, I'm at a 15. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my God. And instant turn off. That is a huge red flag That's for the me. Ick, right? That's like major red flag. Yeah. I'm super calm. Like I don't get angry easily. And I expect the same from my partner. Like, because you can't have a conversation then. No. If you're like safe space gets heated so easily, you're yeah. so afraid to go to that safe space to talk. It's not it safe. Needs to, it's not safe anymore right. if it like turns into flames after like two words, you know? Yeah. So no, huge red flag. If your partner gets angry aggressive defensive very defensive easy. defensive oh, that kills me it's like this isn't it like you need to be able to have a conversation about absolutely everything right and tip from uh my dad i remember <laughs> dad again Ooh. well it was like uh don't every time you have a, an argument or something yeah. make sure it's like if you look at it on visually it's you and your partner against the issue. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than That's like good. the issue between you and the partner, you know, instead yeah. of fighting each other, right. like take a step back and try to deal with the issue together. That's hard. <laughs> I don't know how to like, uh, visually it works in my head. No, like it does. I see that. I get it. But that's, I'm yeah. just saying that's a very hard thing to do because that requires both people to be like, yeah, take a step back, take a step back and then not be defensive and not take it personally. Exactly. Right? Because it's oftentimes like a situation you are trying to resolve and you're resolving it to get through it together, you know, yeah, 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 but if that's you're fighting each other, like yeah. what are you going to do? Well, you're trying to win, right? And it's like, what are we, what am I winning? Yeah, what are you going to win with your partner? Like, you I to, told you so in your face. Yeah, we're like, pay sleep on the couch. You want right, to win? Like, oh, Get out of here. <laughs> you won. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? Rather not win. Right? What's the point of that? Mm, good red flag. I agree completely. How about you? Red flag? That's probably my biggest one too. All the I yelling, think. the anger, huh? Yeah, yelling. I'm very sensitive to it. That's Just don't right. like anger stuff because I don't get angry easily. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, yeah, I really want to be able to come to a partner. Like if shit goes bad in my personal life, like I'd like to come to you and yeah. without judgment, without judgment, don't come and tell me I told you so, you know. Oh, oh I hate that. Oh. Come on. Like, I get it. You knew this may happen. Um, Well, I still experienced it yeah. myself. You still I, feel like shit, right? I still feel like shit. Can deal with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And right. on top of that, it's kind of like, yeah, I know you told me so. But I also have life experiences to go through and I didn't want to listen to you. So it was my fault, but I yeah. still went through it. I'm still sad right now. Be yeah. here and support me. Don't make me feel shittier. The worst are the ones where you like come to them and you're vulnerable and then they push you down even more and you're like, screw you. It's like, okay, this was nice. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, bye. <laughs> Ciao. I wish I was that easy to say bye to people. That's true. You know how I see you sometimes actually? What? In the sense that like, yeah, I know you're going to go through this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's going to happen to you and I know you're going to probably, sometimes it's going to get worse before it gets better. Absolutely. Like, you know this full on because you have 
told me a handful of things yeah. I shouldn't do or yeah, but I do it anyway. And you know I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's okay. And you know I'm going to come back to you crying and you're here anyway. That's fine. You know, and that's, that's what process. I want in a partner though because yeah. that's you know when you get in a relationship life still happens. Yeah. I still have to grow as a person, you know? I still have to make my own experience good on you that you made yours. Like mm -hmm. proud of you, you did it, you've been there, done that, but I haven't. Yeah. You have to you're, yeah, you you have to feel it. That's how you learn. That's yeah. how we all learn. I feel like if I just hear it from you, don't do that. Like nah. um, come on. It's like the same thing when you like, I don't know. I don't have an example, but yeah. Yeah. Like your dad or your mom telling you, like, don't touch the stove or something. You're like, oh no, I want to touch it. Yeah, touch it. <laughs> no, and then it's hot. Touch it. Touch yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. It's the same right. thing. So yeah. it's normal human behavior. It's the most normal, actually. You want to experience it for yourself and you don't want to listen to other people. It's uh, totally normal. It's the most normal thing. But having like a home or a comfort or a safe place to come to, to be able to talk about your experiences, yeah. is just absolute key. Well said. I have another red flag. What? Lack of curiosity. Ooh, in your partner? Yeah. Is it narcissist? Is this called a narcissist? Narcissist. I well, learned that term recently. Say it again. Narcissist. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's a new, 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 new uh, word in my vocabulary list. Yeah. It's an important word uh, for you. Learned anyway. Through dating. Yeah. What a shame, huh? For you to have to figure it out. Um, it's not necessarily narcissism. Although I see what you mean by that, right? Mm -hmm. Where they're like just not into you. Yeah. They're into themselves. But, you know, that's part of it. And then the other part is like, are they into like life? Are they like into living? Are they into oh. exploring and learning? Okay. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess it's just, but again, that's, I don't know that that's super important to everyone, but at least for me, it is. It is important for me because I think it's, uh, I, get, I get where you're coming from. I think it's also super important to you from what I know about you. It's like, you're curious about life. You want to continue to see new things, do new things. So you expect your partner to have the same visions as you. If they're just mm. like, I think for me as well, I believe, I fully believe and I stand on this that you don't grow if you're in your comfort zone all the time. Yes. And if you don't step out of your comfort zone and do new things, you're going to be the same person. Not the same person, but technically you're not going to grow as a right. person. Right. So someone who's not curious and afraid to go out of their comfort zone, very happy in their safe place, for me, that's not the guy for me. And I, mm. I personally, knowing you, feel like you also need someone a little bit more adventurous to try new things with you because man, life has so much to offer. Right. Just right. be what safe at home in your comfort of your couch, right? Because you're afraid that shit may go wrong. Man, shit goes wrong. Yeah. So deal with it, deal especially with if it. you have a partner. Right. Fun. Fucking deal with that shit. Then it's fun. No. Yeah. Well. Mm, kind of. Maybe not that. It fun, can be. But. Can be. But still, that's that's like the definition of living life, and uh, instead of letting fear like dictate your life, kind absolutely. of. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So. so lack of curiosity. Even in like a conversation, it translates though, right? Because oh, you're yeah. like, this person's like, doesn't ask me anything. Yeah. And like, yeah, right? But that for me is like narcissistic. Oh, I love this word. I've, I've learned yeah. the words narcissist, gaslight, and manipulate in my recent uh, months of dating. What a shame. <laughs> I think I came to you. I was like, yeah, what did. does manipulation mean? Because yeah. I'm very confused with what's going on in the right, situation. Right, right. Yeah, but that way you just describe, like if they don't ask about you at all. Mm. Like I have guys who just message me like, they don't even say, hey, how are you? They just be like, hey, and like, hey, I did this and this and this and this and this. This is my life is blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm like, great, good for you. I'm so proud of you. You did this. You're amazing. Keep going, whatever. But I could be dying in a hospital bed. They wouldn't even ask me like, how are you? That's also, that's, that's that's lack of lack of curiosity in what your partner's doing with their life as well. You need to ask questions. Yeah, I guess it is. It's sort of like a lack of empathy too, because you're like, wouldn't it doesn't it feel nice to be asked questions and mm. seem like there's someone interested in you? Nope. I'm gonna talk about myself. Yeah. It's fine, don't worry. I'm gonna point out something that we both know her, Angelique. Uh. She she gave me really good advice once. She told me that when you get into like a marriage or something like that, like you need to show interest in your partner's interests yeah so for example her husband plays golf angelique made the effort to learn about golfing terms learn about golf learn i think she even knows how to play golf not entirely sure yeah. but she made an effort to learn about something that interests him because if your husband comes home every day and he tells you i made a birdie or whatever whatever you want to be able to understand what they're talking about to be able to have the conversation and enlighten them over a topic that they're interested in so i think that's huge thumbs up if my partner, let's say we're both dancers, 
at least know the difference between bachata, salsa, merengue, yeah. you know, like right. if you just sit there with no idea, you know, about what I'm talking about and take no interest in my interests, right. red flag. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Speaking of dance. Dance. <laughs> uh, do you remember how we met? Dancing. Uh, specifically how and when? On the dance floor. No. We didn't meet on the dance floor? Uh, Running up and down the stairs because I was trying to, you were tracking the time of bachata songs. Yeah. Yeah. So this, uh, Chiang Mai, right? Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai, there was a festival. You performed. I performed. Did you cheer? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I did. Good. I did. And then I was thinking like, this is good. I think they needed more rehearsal, but this is good. <laughs> <laughs> the video is nice. <laughs> the video is nice. The highlights are always good. Yeah. Right. So there's a festival in Chiang Mai, Afro, whatever. There's a Latin room. That plays a lot of salsa usually. And both of us, I guess we prefer dancing bachata more. Yeah. And then, so what I was doing was I was just counting on my watch, literally like, okay, this fucking guy, he's playing like roughly 12 or 13 minutes of salsa each time. So I'm going to time it. I'm going to go to the other room and I'm going to come back in 10 minutes. So then I just started making this kind of pilgrimage each time. And then like a couple people started following yeah, me. Yeah, I think I was one you of, them, one of them. too. Yeah, I started following you, you on your venture. Yeah. And then you said something super funny to me. Do you remember what it is? No. Okay. You were like, I don't know. <laughs> I think you were, I, I spotted you like running away from one of the rooms. And, and I was like, what are you doing? And then do you remember now? No, I think I said something about not dancing with someone. Or what did I yeah, say? you're like... I'm not a bitch, okay? I just don't want to... This guy keeps This guy keeps asking me to dance and I just don't want to keep rejecting him. So you just started oh, running away. Oh my like, God. I'm, I'm actually really nice guys at dancing. I barely reject anyone. That's the purpose. That's the point because you run away instead of reject. <laughs> yes, I ran away. But I think there was reason. From what I remember, Yeah. Um, I don't think it was like a good... Not like... I'm not saying good in level, mm. but uh, not a comfortable dance. Let's say uh like uh, uh intimate uh, yeah or like inappropriate inappropriate dance mm. and i think like oof, that's that's a bad trait of mine huh instead of just confronting the guy on the spot and being like move your fucking hand yeah i just avoid him right right yeah but it led to a very funny moment for us now <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wasn't being a bitch. I'm never a bitch on the dance floor. Yeah, you made that very clear. I'm not a bitch. I said that to you. You did. I was just running away because I didn't want to be groped right. on the dance floor. Yeah, I didn't even know your name at that point. I know. I, like, I just oh, said that to like, you. Okay, cool. She's not a bitch. I'm not a bitch. Just running around after you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you date a dancer? I did for a short period of time last year. And it was cool while it lasted because, yeah, you really share the same hobby. And mm. this hobby, as you know, it can... Well, you know, some people turn it into a profession and it can be addicting. It could just take up all your free time. Absolutely. So to connect with someone personally and also have them in that same world, it's quite nice, right? I agree. But, you know, it can get complicated. And, it can get messy. Yeah. So my, I kind of am not, I've never tried to do that and I will never try to do that. But don't you find it difficult to find a guy, oh, sorry, a uh, girl huh? for you <laughs> yeah. who can understand your dance passion your intimacy through dance with other girls um and be fine with it yes that's difficult no yes it's very difficult that's what like sometimes inclines me i'll be like do i want to date a dancer but for me for me no i'd rather not right just because kind of like like having my own community my own space and they right. have their own thing agree but there it's been challenging i have to say like literally yesterday a guy messaged me for me was ready and no. After that, he asked me if I'm jealous. I said, no, not really. Of what? Of just ge general. Am I a jealous person? Okay, sure. And I was like, no, not really. I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i healthy jealous. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not obsessive, crazy, weird. Hmm. You know? And he was like, yeah, I'm quite jealous. If, if you're mine, then you're just mine only. No one can touch you. No one can talk to you. And then I replied back. I'm like... I was like, did you even look at who I am? Like, I'm right. a dancer. Right. Like, I dance with men every day, multiple men who right. touch me and talk right. to me and dance with me. Did you check my profile before you, like, spoke to me? Right. Like, for me, it's just like, but that's, that's, that's a lot. Many guys cannot and will not date me because of that. Yeah. I feel like many guys won't date me because I'm a dancer. And I do it more professionally, you know? So it's like, yeah, I feel like, in your opinion, if you don't date a girl because she's a dancer, mm. do you think that reflects on the guy's insecurity? Yeah. Well, I think insecurity is a big part of it. I also think there's some cultural and value stuff around it. Agreed. 
But at the end of the day, it does come down to insecurity because if you're dating someone, I can imagine that you're going to make them feel secure and then you're going to tell them what it is and what it is not. And they have to accept that or not, right? Yeah. That's a boundary that they can draw themselves. But yeah, it's, oh, it's tough, man, because if you're not in the dance world, it's like... It's very hard to understand. It's pretty... T- I still... So I've been, I haven't been dancing that long, right? So I still... I can still remember the first class that I took. Oh, yeah. There's like this sexy girl in yoga pants and, and heels. And then like we do the warm up, right? Yeah. And then she was doing all these body rolls in front of me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where am I? Should I be looking at this? Oh, my gosh. Right? I totally agree. Right. I totally agree. It's even more um, PG in Asia, like in right. Spain and stuff like that, where the culture is much more open. Oh, my God. Right. Like if my boyfriend or whoever watched me dance on the dance floor, it literally... It's so sensual. By the end of the dance, I don't even know the guy's name. True. I'm literally like, oh, thank you, bye. But on the right. moment, your eyes lock, you get close, you're like body rolling, you feel everything is like, it's going. But it's all like an act in, yeah. in my head. I'm just like, I just want to look really good while I'm dancing. I want to express myself the way I want to express myself sensually. Yeah. Then when the dance is over, yeah, have a nice day. But I get it. From a third party. From the outside. Whoa. Ooh, from the yeah. outside. People are like, are you making a baby? I've had right. I've had many people message me, like boyfriends of my friends, and be like, mm. I would never let uh, my girlfriend dance like that. How does your boyfriend even let you do that? Stuff like that. Like I've literally had that. And and even somebody even mentioned last time when I when me and my ex broke up, said like, Oh, I would have also not uh, I would have also broken up with you the way you dance like that with other men. Wow. Who asked you, fucker? I know. Exactly. It was the most offensive thing I've ever heard. Wow. Wow. So dancers? Hmm. So dancers, yeah. But I think, okay, have you noticed a pattern in, in the people that do dance as Open, a hobby? Open-minded. Okay. Very open-minded. We have to be. If you're going to come close contact with someone and hold multiple people's hands and dance around, you have to have a certain level of open-mindedness. Right. Also, this is funny. This is my my opinion. I feel like personality trait of dancers, this could be completely wrong, but I feel like the men have to be somewhat dominant because you're the leader in mm, the dance. So it made me think that. about that. It made me think about are most of the men in the dance scene dominant partners? Because they have to take the lead in the dance that reflects on their character. What do you think? That was just an observation I made recently. Don't know if it's true. I never thought about that. Because you need to come ask the girl, typically. Yeah. They need to lead the whole dance. Yes. So you're in control. Oh, that's a very good, that's a very good observation. Is it true? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think, okay, when I think about the guys in dance, I kind of don't get over the fact that there's a lot of awkward guys. Oh, yeah. You know, there's actually, surprisingly, I found out, I know many girls and guys, actually, who are good dancers, who take class, but don't go to socials for, for that reason. Because they say there's a lot of weird people at socials. Right. And that's undeniable. Are they dominant? Maybe they want to be that kind of person or they're yeah. like cosplaying in their mind like that. But possibly. maybe. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I do think, though, as a female dancer... I can tell quite quickly if the guy has ill intentions during dance. What's the sign? Hand positioning. Okay. You may not be yet on my ass. You may be above, but you'll be just above. The way you touch and the way you are, like, yeah, the way you position me and uh, when you're standing behind me, stuff like that, you can feel it. You can feel the guy. I just feel that his intentions are off. Like, you, uh, you know it. The girl knows it. Trust me. We yeah. all know. If I wanted to be a creep, it's like very obvious what it's I would do. Obvious. For sure. For sure. Yeah. What are red flags for when a guy asks you to dance? I dance with everyone, actually. Have you ever... You don't really reject people? I don't think I've ever rejected. I've only rejected if, for example, I'm in pain. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, I have... I'm not well, I'm in pain, or I'm <laughs> I'm drunk. Okay. I've been, like, tipsy, and I cannot, like, spin so well, and I don't want to dance because it's just not good. Yeah, right. But um, I just typically never reject a guy. Usually, I may reject the guy if I dance with him one time. I will always dance with every guy. And I dance with him one time, and the dance for me... It's not that it's not good. It's, for example, they lead me wrong, and they hurt me. If they, mm. like, force me to do, like, a back bend, but they don't... Uh, 
um, protect me mm. and I end up don't feeling supported or comfortable, I don't want to dance with you again because I know that's part of your moves. Yeah. And you're going to do that again. Sure. And I'm going to get hurt. And who's the one who's hurt tomorrow morning? It's me. Right. So I will tend not to dance with him again. So I'll reject him okay. the second time. What do you say? Oh, I guess you know I'm not good with confrontation. Just I'll, no, I'll just be like, oh. Taking uh, a rest. I'm taking a rest right now. And then someone else comes to ask me and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, no, like <laughs> I'll usually be like, oh, I'm having a break right now. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I run away. Yeah, you, you do run away. That's <laughs> Me right. running That's around right. the dance floor. I'm not a bitch. Like, I'm hey. not a bitch. <laughs> I'm not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to dance with you. And if a girl asks you to dance and she's uh, whatever, I don't know. I've never rejected You've anyone. never rejected a girl? Ever. Really? What no. if you dance with her one time? And then she's a really bad dancer, really whatever that you don't like. And she asks you again like three more times in a row. Mm, I will say that I want to. Oh, fuck. That's true. I have rejected someone. Yeah. But I don't reject them outright. I just say I have someone else that there's like on on, on my list or whatever. Oh, yeah. I forgot you got a long queue. No, I don't. I don't. don't. Only here. (laughs) Only in this country. Okay, and what what would you do if a girl smells her breath smells and she dances with you? What do you mean? Happens all the time. What happens all the time? Really? Of course. You think only guys have a monopoly on smelling? No, there's some girls with atrocious bo. Shit, because I don't obviously dance with many girls, so that's true. I don't know the girl's smell, but oh yeah, I can point them out to you if you want. I like. I think. Have I ever smelled? No. Yeah. No. I feel like I try really hard that I don't smell because. Me too. That's really like. Not it. Yeah. Well, well, you've danced with like smelly ass guys, right? And you're like, oh, this is so disruptive to my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Right? Open position to me solo. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> just just uh, throw me out there. Let me go yeah. on my own. You let know, me go. That, Angelique yeah. style. Oh, Angelique, let's go solo. <laughs> let's go. Find her. <laughs> Love her. Yeah. She's so good. When it comes to dance, what are your goals, aspirations at this point in time? At this point in time, I'm actually really ambitious to grow the dance community in Bangkok, in Thailand. Yeah. What's wrong with the community here? I feel like it just hasn't grown at the capacity that it can. Bangkok's a very big... Let me just talk about Bangkok. Bangkok is a really big city and we have a lot of potential to grow. Hence, we're bigger than a lot of bordering cities like places in Vietnam, places in Malaysia, stuff like that, who, which in my opinion, the level is higher than us. So I think I would love to grow the community here, help people improve their dance. I'm not saying I'm the best. I'm not at all in any way, but I think it requires allowing better people in, not me. I'm talking, not talking about me. I mean, bringing in other instructors from abroad or whatever to help grow and support the community to grow in the right direction. Yeah, You know, I think that's it. And also working together. Working together for me is like a big one. We have a handful of top dancers here. They're great. And I think it would be so amazing if we all work together to help grow the community and reaching out more to like Thais. People think like Thais are really conservative, but there are a handful of Thai people who are not that conservative who would be 100% down to be dancing, you know? Mm, I think reaching those people getting them involved, like help grow the community as well among the Thai population would be really cool. Why is it not popular among the local population here? Um, I think there's different reasons. Probably one would be maybe it is a bit intimate and not mm. so conservative. Hence the the swing. Have you ever been to a swing dance here? Swing no, community? I don't. I'm not into it. Not my I'm thing. not it's into okay. it too, yeah. but I've, I have friends who are in it. And Thai. when I see Thais, Really, And it's mainly Thais from what I see in the videos. And we're talking hundreds of people. Like they occupy like huge areas. They're um, amazing. They're so amazing. The level's great from what I heard. I've never been. Yeah, Uh, The level's great. A lot of Thais. But you've seen the way you and me dance sensual bachata. Mm. It's intimate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Swing dance or this this other style is not. Oh, you know, you're much more distant. Opposite of sexy. Yeah, exactly. By the way. It's very different. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that could be a barrier. Yeah. Also, some nights are cheap to go social dancing. Sometimes it can be expensive. Yeah, that's um, true. For a local tie. That's true. If you go every night, oh well, okay. That's a lot yeah. of money Where a week. You're spending a lot of money too. So right. that could be a barrier and also just exposure in general. Yeah. Like now I guess I'm trying to push social media people like why are you pushing so much dance on social media? Because I want ties to see 
mm. Latin dance. Right. I want them to see it. If you see it more and right. you're exposed to it, you're more inclined to want to try it. That's if true. It pops up on my feet 10 times, I may give it a go. Pops yeah, up one time in one year, I forgot about it, right? Right, right. So for me, like that, that's uh, another thing. But uh, yeah, why do you think it's not so popular here? So from what I've been told and what I understand, because I've only danced here and uh, Bangkok and Chiang Mai, but across these two cities, which arguably have the biggest communities, right? Mm. I've met three Thai guys that dance. Yeah, okay. Three. Yeah. So there is something about the population here where it's like, I think if the local people don't dance, then you have to rely on these foreigners who are coming and going and kind of transient. Yeah. Right. But even then, let's say we did bring in more uh, foreigners. We have yeah. a huge expat community here. Yeah. Huge. Right. But our community is still extremely small in comparison. So yeah. there's a huge mission here to grow the community. And I think there's a lot of potential. Agree. Yeah. So Agree. I know you've been very supportive on my dance journey. You've yeah. been there all the way since yeah. day one. So yeah. hopefully we can continue to grow the community. Oh, I think we can do it together. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you want to be in the future? You want to be an artist? What is it? Um, I'd love to be booked an international festival. Yeah. I love both Kizomba and Bachata, Central Bachata. I love them both. I do actually really enjoy salsa. I just don't dance it much. Okay. But I personally feel like I enjoy the music of Bachata and Kizomba more. My ideal situation would be finding a partner to train and to teach with. Oh, okay. For me, it'd be the most ideal situation. Someone with the same ambition to be booked internationally and to help develop the community. For me, that would be ideal situation. Now, because that isn't the case... I am just working to improve myself. I would like to learn to lead much better so that I can teach more people on my own as well. Yeah, that's my personal goals. Okay. And yours? Oh, I don't really have much ambition towards support, it. Support me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Just be your bra. I, you know, I learned in Taiwan and then I think I never realized how big that community was until I left it, until I came here. Yeah. And then out of all the places I've traveled and danced, it's like kind of the smallest here it is and that's always so surprising so look around us right it's crazy like yeah. we have so many people around us right the community that firstly i'm not just saying the capacity haven't hasn't grown the level hasn't improved significantly right but also you have no pressure to improve so i was living in switzerland for the past one and a half years i was working with a dance school there too he's great shout out to him iron mom's dance school shout out a lot of uh, free lessons that I was able to take to improve me myself as a dancer. And it really pushes your level because you're surrounded by people who continuously want to improve, you know? Yeah. And if they continuously push you to improve and everyone around you is getting better and better and better and they're really good, that just means that you're going to want to improve, you know? Well, it's like positive peer pressure. <laughs> yes, it's great. Yeah. But if you're in an environment where... Let's say, Pei, come on. You know that since you've moved here, you haven't pushed yourself to improve as much as you could. How can I? Even me. And if I'm going to Europe next month, I'm screwed. You're not we screwed, all, but We I all know, know that mean. I'm going to struggle because we are stuck with the same moves because we're not pushed to be better. That's yeah. why we have our trainings and practices yeah, to improve our level. But true. yeah, I think... Uh, that's the problem here. If you're not exposed to a higher level, you don't really know what that means. You need to go out of Thailand, see what there is out there, mm. bring it back, push your peers to get better. That sounds like for you, it will lead you out of Thailand then. No, I'd love to bring it back in. Yeah. Like, I'd love to be based here. I'd love to improve myself by mm. traveling, going elsewhere, but uh, love to feed back into the community here. Yeah, none of that ever was really my goal until I kind of figured out what the landscape was here. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> there's something. Different. Yeah, it's different. different here. There's no, there's one Latin dance school, sort of. Sort of, yeah. That you work for. Yes, Rumpuri, shout out. <laughs> yeah, shout out, Rumpuri. We can, we can catch up with you next time on your progress through dance goals. Thank you. Yeah. Let's, let's hope I'm in a, yeah. You will. Better position. You always but, are. Uh, um, with your support i will be oh thank See? you um okay last question is there some kind of life philosophy or motto or saying or type of mindset that you keep with yourself that kind of you try to live by yep if they don't pay my bills i don't care about them because oh, shit. i know that's crazy but i am trying to build a better social media presence yeah. because i would li like i said with dance with fitness with whatever with online coaching i am an online fitness and nutrition coach 
oftentimes I care too much about what other people think about me. And when I care about what other people think about me, I cannot progress. Right. Like, let's say I want to go to the gym. So I, I challenge myself a lot. I challenge myself, put myself in uncomfortable situations to push myself to grow. Mm -hmm. Let's say the other day I wore a freaking like skirt thing to the gym. That caused me insane anxiety. It's a gym wear, but it makes everyone look at me. Everyone thinks like, is she in some tennis outfit, whatever. I always have to remind myself if I'm taking videos, if I'm doing something that is for my work and helps me progress in my personal work or even my personal goals of overcoming things about people caring about me too much is they're not paying my bills. I like Legit. It. Literally walk I around, like vlogging, talking. They're staring at me. Even somebody approached me like, do you even work out? Do you just take videos? I'm like, I don't care. I literally don't care about you. Like, yeah. you don't pay my bills, so you can piss off. I love it. Life prioritization. And you? Don't think about things you can't control. Ooh. That's why I'm not stressed out, Lisa. <laughs> I got to learn that one. Yeah. TBD. Next time. Okay. Thanks for talking to me. Bye, PayPals. PayPals.